When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I think the universe is trying to tell me that I'm getting old. And I've come to this conclusion because this morning I contemplated putting the heating on. FYI, listener, it's the start of August. I think also to top it all off, I found a grey pube in my pants yesterday. Not even attached to me. Not even attached to me. So I'm starting to shed grey hair. Well, it's been nice knowing you. Welcome back to After the Tone, a weekly podcast for freaks, fuck-ups and their friends. <laughs> Say it as it is, do you know what I mean? If you don't come in one of those categories, what are you doing here? Uh, each week, uh, you lot, the general public, leave messages for me on the After the Tone burner phone. And with the help of my mates Debbie, Tim and Maya, we attempt to turn that into something cohesive, supposedly. Uh, <laughs> I'm Scotty. Round of applause. Many thanks. Um, I'll be guiding you through the next 40 minutes or so of ridiculousness. Uh, I have no clue what's about to be said. Um, I'm hearing these calls for the first time too. So, you know, me and you were in the same boat, hun. So at least we've got each other. Uh, now, slight change to the usual proceedings. Um, our Tim is on the ones and twos this week because Debbie is, well, swanning off having some fun on another project. I know, can you fucking believe it? How dare somebody have a life outside of this podcast? <laughs> but actually, we've got to light some candles for Deb because she had a phone stolen. <gasps> I know. I know, very, I know, it's very, like, modern, isn't it? Having your phone stolen. I mean, it's not modern, it's probably highly traumatic, but yeah, so we've got a light candle for Deb. Anyway, if you hear something on the show that you'd love to respond to, do hang around, uh, because I'll tell you how you can get involved. Uh, and remember, you can always let us know how we're doing via the hashtag, hashtag after the tone POD. Be lovely to hear from you and, you know, have a little bit of general chit-chat. Passes the time, doesn't it, really? Uh, Right, anyway, lovely Tim, I think we should get on with it. Let's open up the mailbag and see who's bothering us this week. Hi, Scotty and all the team. It's the carer here. Hell of a lot more sober. God, gosh, she sounded rough. Liked it, though. Yeah, there was a Monty Don moment. I'm always seeing it. It's more his style. Yeah, totally. 
Anywho, parks. What haven't you done in a park? What haven't I done in a park, really, is is more, more the question. I mean, to the obvious area off the fucking genius cottaging ground, bumping into trees, knocking yourself out, getting lost in Hampstead Heath, falling in ponds. But you just said about the football being kicked over and then I suddenly remembered an old story, one of the old queens, older than me queens, the proper stately homos. You say when actually the Heath outside men's ponds on the Sunday, you know, I've been out all Saturday night. There wasn't really bars to go to the thing, so everyone would go to the Heath all night, you know, outside the ponds, just fucking having a kiki, seemingly and giggle. And then when you go to walk home, one of the sort of games they all used to play was sort of like run into the middle of football games. And then when they kick the ball at them, they just scream and run away from the ball. So they all called it scream ball. And I thought it could be an Olympic sport, running around a gay Olympic sports. Um, full of joy, trying to stay here in the here and now. Woo! Working class fucking family bullshit happening at the moment. And I love what you're saying about the idea of success coming out of all that, because it is that idea, isn't it? What what we perceive as sex, but it's not. It's more than that. It's our attitude and our goals and the overachieving we feel like we have to do. Oh, I might go and watch some Monty Don. Stay strong, stay true. Most importantly, stay amazing, you lot. Thanks. <laughs> lovely carers back. What a lovely way to start the show. Oh, gorge. Although I've got to pick you up on this Monty Don thing, okay? I know this is very niche. Some people who are listening from foreign lands, you know, because we're quite international girl, are thinking, who is this Monty Don? Get yourselves on the Googles. And Google Monty Don. Because I tell you what, I don't think I've fancied anybody in salmon cords. (laughs) I mean, also the hair was like wire wall girl. No. She's got too much of a, like, soft Tory look for me. You know, I couldn't even do it as an act of defiance. Now, you might remember last week I asked people to call in and tell us, you know, what's the what's the most shameful thing you've done in a recreational space? Well, none of this sounds shameful. It all sounds absolutely delicious queer activism, if you really want to call it that. Screamball. Fab. Now, so that's another device that we can use when a ball comes towards us and we're like, oh my God, what do we do? Just scream at it. Fab. Okay. Any other devices, please, after the tone listeners, please get in contact. I'm quite enjoying the Olympics at the moment. Yeah, because um, as some people who might follow me on the Instagrams, at Scott is fat, you will see that I'm doing uh, the weightlifting. Well, I have been really enjoying watching the women's weightlifting. It's so, it's so good. Just watching people like, throw things above their head, which is, like, more than twice their weight. I'm down in the gym, lifting, like, 40 kilograms, thinking I'm fucking superwoman. These people are doing 160 plus. It's absolutely excellent, isn't it? Um, If there's anything on the Olympics that's caught your eye, oh, because I tell you what, a couple of things have mine, um, do get in touch, let us know. Kara, lovely to speak to you. Hiya, Scotty. Sophie here. I called too long ago about never wanting to run again and I haven't um just a quick voice note of uh you mentioned Kathy Burke uh, last week absolute fucking gem um I used to work in a theatre bar and um Kathy was uh doing a show there um so Kathy Burke's drink order is a double absolute vodka ice diet coke squeeze a lime this comes to maybe £17.50 <laughs> with the staff discount at the theatre bar. 
£2.50 straight in the chip jar. What an absolute legend. Um, love you loads. Bye. Sophie, where have you been? Huh? Where have you fucking been? <laughs> well, it's lovely to have you back, finally. Don't worry about me just waiting here for your call, Sophie. Now, I love a bit of Kathy Burke gossip. Well, I like a bit of gossip about anyone. Do you know anyone bit famous? I am a bit heat magazine like that. There are some children who are probably going, what's a magazine? <laughs> but I am a bit like that. A double vodka and diet with a, with a squeeze of lime. Now, I believe in Manhattan that's called a skinny bitch. Yeah, my friend Sue told me that. I think it's called a skinny bitch. There's that thing about tipping, isn't there? Like, um, I recently met up in a park, recreational space, with a gentleman. Not in that way. Get your minds out of the gutter. Just a new person that I thought could become friends with who works in a local gay bar here. And told me that they made, like, £2.50 in tips on a really busy weekend. And I was like, do people not tip anymore? Am I really old-fashioned that if I like a bar person, I say, would you like a drink? I tried to buy someone a drink who was, like, giving us such lovely service last weekend. Um, and they were like, oh, no, I'm the head bar person, don't worry about that. And I was like, well, you could take the money if you want. They were like, no, I'm the head bar person, don't worry about that. <laughs> so I thought that was quite sweet. But, yeah, isn't it interesting that what our relationship with tipping people at the bar? Well, maybe it's not that interesting. But maybe you work in a bar, not you, Sophie, as in, like you know, you listening, um, maybe you can shed some light. Do people tip? Is it common people that tip? I wonder what posh people are like. I, I've just got a sense in my head that posh people don't tip. Maybe that's unfair judgment. Ah, fuck it, I'm full of them. And now it's time for one of my favourite parts of this project. It's time for the 10 second confession. 10 second confession, oh my... Hiya, Scotty. Hiya, producer Debs. Hiya, Tim. Hiya, Maya. Natty, the long-time lurker, is fucking piping up. Hello. You got me on a good day. I've been feeling pretty shit the last couple of days, but he fucking hasn't. And I hate the fact that everyone's like, oh, it's sunny. It's summer holidays. You must be having a great time. Well, I'm fucking not. Am I? Yeah? Anyway, 10-second confession time from me. (sighs) The last time I shat myself was in public um, at a pub couple of years ago now and uh, yeah I basically drank a lot of cider on an empty stomach I stood up to go to the toilet and realized that it was too fucking late yeah I was bare-legged wearing a fucking dress and the final part of the 10 second confession which I realize now turning into like a 20 second confession or 40 or a minute is uh, the last time I shut myself at home uh, was because I was laughing my ass off to this fucking podcast <laughs> Now, (laughs) I love that I've clearly got the ability to make you shit yourself. (laughs) When, because you know me, I love a shit and piss story. Because, you know, it just normalises us all. Come on. Do you know what I mean? It's just poo. But I'd, I'd never thought that we would be the cause of it. So look, I think I think we deserve some form of award for doing such things. Cider can be very aggressive on the stomach, can't it? Um, but lovely work, great work. I just wanted to pick up on that thing about uh, <laughs> people just because the sun's out, people think, "Oh, I'm having such a lovely time." Oh God, don't! Oh, I tell you what, me too. There's part of me actually which would l- long for eternal spring and autumn. 
Winter I find very depressing, very depressing. And um, summer I can find it quite uncomfortable. I don't know if we're able to put in any requests to uh, climate change, but if it could just be like spring and autumn, that would be lovely. Uh, thanks for the, <laughs> the second confession. Oh, look at me. I've got such a spring on my step now to think that I've made someone shit themselves. <laughs> oh, it's the little things. Hi, Scotty. Uh, Ains here. I called in a couple of weeks ago about cycling as a fat person and my thoughts on that and uh, having just joined a cycling club and stuff. And you responded with a very anti-lycra message. I think it's been like two weeks, so who knows. Um, but I just wanted to come back and say that padded shorts will change your life. They are honestly, they're so great. They're so comfy. Who doesn't want more cushion under your bum when you're cycling, uh, especially for longer rides. It's so good. I care less about the Lycra tops, but they do have pockets in them for snacks, which I like because I, I mean, there's something about like riding for a whole day or, or for a long distance or whatever is you know riding anywhere that you just um you just sort of eat what you need to keep going which is nice um especially when it's like three chocolate bars because that's that's what keeps you going and you can put them all in your little lycra top um yeah anyway big recommend i'm fully in the pocket of big lycra i um, oh, i really miss cycling at the moment i'm just recovering from top surgery so I can't cycle for another like four weeks um and it's making me realize how much I miss it I'm just like walking a lot which is really fucking boring so slow um hope you're all well and good bye lovely Ames lovely to have you back in the room oh look all so many friends have come back you know so many new friends as well from this season have t turned up in the room that's lovely oh i like that yes thank you very much no yes you're right ames i am quite anti-lycra i think oh, i don't know i just see it sometimes i feel like it's been a it's like oh god let me put my words in my mouth it's got the sort of Helly, Helly, Helly Henson, you know, the Holly Henson, what's that brand that all sort of fascists love to wear? That one. Um, it's got that sort of connotations for me. Not, <laughs> not like fascism, but quite often the bullshit that I get from uh, the sort of version of cyclists that I don't like, they're often in the gear with no idea and um, very domineering. And so maybe I see it as um, a sort of defiance that I don't wear that sort of shit um and also i don't know i don't know if i agree with you about the padded pants because i think sometimes it can make you look like the last caller nap that you've just had a bit, bit of a you know you've had a, a, a mishap in your pants it has got nappy vibes the padded pant so i'm not sure i'm gonna fully embrace the padded pant but i do agree Space for snackage is quite important. Something that I find very useful, and a bit of a trigger warning here, I'm going to talk about eating disorder. Um, something that I find useful about the cycling and the weightlifting and the yoga is, well, actually more to do with like the weightlifting and the cycling because it's so high impact. And you do, as you say, you just need energy. You can just eat whatever because you just need it. Like, it makes a lot of my eating disorder noises become far more quieter because um 
I'm just thinking, what do I need to get me to the next stop? Um, and so you have, well, not you, but, you know, you can have this relationship with food when you're doing those things, which purely becomes technical. So I've been doing a lot of protein intake because I am uh, hypertrophying at the moment, which is, I know, very fancy. Yeah, I know. Uh, I didn't know what it meant until somebody told me and I was like, oh, isn't that lovely? Um, shout out to Fee, PT, who's uh, guiding me on this journey of hypertrophying. Um, and it, do you know what? I found it a bit of a revelation, actually, that um, the sort of eating disorder noise can uh, become minimal by just having a more functional relationship with food, which I never thought I'd have. Never thought I'd have. But, you know, that's just one way. I'm not... This is clearly... This is not me saying, if you've got an eating disorder, what you want to do is get on a bike. (laughs) I'm talking about my own relationship with um, the food mentals because I have quite a unique uh, relationship with the food mentals, according to my therapist and doctor. (laughs) Now, top surgery preventing cycling. The things you learn on this podcast, honestly, it's like Tomorrow's World, isn't it? Does anyone remember Tomorrow's World where they spoke about the future and we were all like, oh my God. So I didn't know that that was, that was the case. But I guess cycling can be quite high impact on the upper body. So that does make sense. So Ames, I hope the recovery goes well. Good on you for being able to find the space and resources and all of that stuff to be able to do that for yourself. I know it's not an easy ride, to use another cycling analogy, uh, but we all over here hope that your recovery goes well. And um, do feel free to drop in again because it's lovely to have you. Hi, Scotty, producer Debs and the gang. Um, So I was on last week because I... Because I turned around and complimented your new um, message um, where you no longer read out the number and you said that I sounded like I was on a 24-hour home makeover show. And to be fair, I do have an interior design flair. Um, I'm ever so sorry. It's Adam. I've rang in before. I spoke about douching and um, why men are crap. So me again. Sorry for not clarifying. Thanks for calling me super charismatic, though. Amazing. Lovely. It's lovely to have Adam back in the room. There's a common thing that I keep on saying today, but it is, isn't it? Nice little gang. Nice little gang of new regulars coming in. Um, now, you might remember that last week I, I, I was perturbed by this person who came in with such confidence. Uh, now, there might be some people of the heterosexual variety listening who are wondering, what is douching? Well, I can tell you. So Adam has just alluded there to being, uh, you know, having interior design flair. Now, to douche is to take a natural sponge um, with a small amount of paint and to, to do a stipple effect on cupboards like we used to do in the 90s. That's known as douching. So um, feel free when you are uh, in B&Q uh, or you are in your next interior design consultation to ask um, the person behind the teal or the interior designer, but what about douching? And um, I'm sure you'll have a wonderful response. Many thanks. And it feels about there is a good time. <laughs> I love playing games with the straights. And <laughs> and now it feels about time to have a little bit of a breather. Um, but still to come, Nana is back. Yep, DRF is in the house. Oh, 
hold your hats because Nana's back. Um, and there's more talk of shit, apparently. But before that, uh, we've had a lovely little message from somebody called Carrie. Hi, Carrie, if you're listening. And the message says, normalise sobbing in supermarkets, listening to uh, Scotty's wonderful after the tone. Well, I couldn't agree more with you. <laughs> Sometimes it's a wild ride, this podcast, isn't it? We can go from laughter to tears in in fairly short distance. So um, thanks for all sticking with us. Remember, if you want to drop us a little line, hashtag after the tone, P-O-D. We'd love to hear from you. It'd be lovely to hear, actually, where you're listening from and what your listening rituals are. So I know my friend Amanda and Layla, shout out, they probably listen to this being like, oh my God, you said my name! Because they listen to it every week and they wake up and... um, it's like the first thing they do on a Thursday, which is lovely, isn't it? So um, what's your listening ritual? Uh, how do you listen to the show? How do you like yours, is what I'm asking. Um, also, this is a shout out to say that After the Tone is an unsupported, unfunded space. So if you'd like to help keep us going, why not buy us a coffee? Head over to patreon.com forward slash After the Tone. There we would be grateful to receive um, about £3 a month. Well, about that, why not? Why not? You know what? If you're feeling fancy, give us a fucking tenner. Do you know what I mean? Stop being so fucking tight. But be more Kathy Burke. <laughs> it's all right for me to say Kathy Burke's got millions in shape. Bless her. Why aren't she giving us some fucking money? Probably because she's got too much sense, to be fair. Right, let's get on with the show. Hi, Scotty and producer Deb and Tim and Maya. So this is the faggy nudist calling again, just listening into your questions. So in the order that I remember the questions, it's definitely sexy. Like, I mean, it's, it depends. So the beach I was on, the first bit of it's, you know, mixed and, you know, the, the straights are allowed to have their fun down there and they, you know, they're all in their walking boots and just doing whatever they do and then the far end of the beach is where the where the gays and the queers and the marys all hang out there's definitely you know every now and like, there are people who are just walking up and down and everyone's checking each other out and there were a couple of like beautiful people coming up and you know i was more than ready to you know wander into the bushes with anyone who took my fancy and i took their fancy um, swimming in the sea. No, there's no bloody fish. It's down in fucking Kent. Like, what, what fish am I going to get giving me a blowy off the Kentish coast? It's near Hastings. It's beautiful. You should look it up. Fairlight Cove, I think it was called. And Faggy, full faggot. I hope that answers all the questions. I think that was everything. So, yeah. Cheers, love. Bye. Gorgeous. Now, this is very good because you know me, love the clarification call, like to know what the detail was when the detail was missing. So a full-blown faggatory nudist. Look at that. Um, Faggy nudist, that's definitely going to be your name now from whenever you call up. You know everybody gets a nickname. There you go. You said it. They always come from things that you've said. So there's that. Now, a mixed speech, that's quite shocking, isn't it? Isn't it disgusting that we have to live in a society in which we have to mingle, associate with dull heterosexual people in walking boots? Such a shame. Do you know what? I don't mind it. It's just that they're constantly shoving it down our throats. Chance to be a fine thing. (laughs) 
now it's always the far end. Um, you know, you know me, I, I have been international in my time. Um, and there's like a nudie beach in Sydney. And it's it's the far end uh, up in Bondi as well. I mean, in, it's less about getting your bits and bobs out in Bondi, but it is where the gays go. They do tend to flock with each other. And they're up the far end as well. And I think that's a safe place for us to be, really. Now, swimming in the sea in Kent, I'm so disgusted. Now, international listeners, Kent is what can only be described as the arsehole of England. (laughs) Oh, there will be calls. There will be calls. I'll tell you what, there'll be people from Margate calling in. Margate's like the trendy place that everyone thinks they're living, you know, like some form of like country lifestyle where they're like picking their own fucking clover and I don't know knitting eggs (laughs) but really you're just living in a working class seaside town hunts okay just because you've got organic pizza don't make you interesting (laughs) they'll be calling up they'll be like Margate's the best actually Kent's amazing we love Kent (laughs) it is a fucking shithole it is a shithole and I can say that because, um, well, I just can. Um, so thank you very much for the clarifications on all of that. I don't think I will be jumping down to the Kent coast um, to uh, get my bits out in front of heterosexual people. But, you know, each to their own. I'm glad you had a nice time. Hi, Scotty. It's J-Man. Guess where I am? That's right, I'm in the bath. thought I'd just keep up... The current trend, as it were. Anyway, the reason why I was calling uh, was because I've got a great poo story for you, which I know you thoroughly enjoy. So let me tell you what happened. When I was about 15 years old, I was still living in Cov, my hometown, and I went to a house party. And yeah, I was like 15. I took a pill for the first time, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I put it on my bum, ofs. And... You know, like, how like house parties when, like, you're younger and everyone's just, like, sat around. It's just, like, really shit or whatever. So, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was sat on the sofa and I was, I was, like, coming up and I was, like, just going fucking mental. Anyway, <laughs> I farted, yeah, and I was, like, oh, I think I maybe, maybe sharted. And, and then, and then for some reason, for some unbeknown reason... I just ignored it, yeah. And then, I don't have any other memories apart from them reaching down and then being like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, obviously, there's, like, like watery shit all over my ass. Anyway, I run to the bathroom, yeah, frantically trying to get in and lock the door. And I, sl- <laughs> I slam the door and I break, I break the door... It won't lock. <laughs> and I'm, like, frantically trying to clean up all my shit. And, like, all these kids come in or whatever. And then there I am, literally covered in shit. All up my back. Like, sort of, like, squishing out of my jeans to the T-shirt area. So they threw me out after, like, I sharted all over their sofa and broke the bathroom door. And I was, like, 15 years old. I was just wandering the streets of Cov, high in a pearl, with shitty knickers. <laughs> anyway, bye. <laughs> oh, you've done well this week, team. Well done. 
You know, there's something about hearing the story whilst you're in the bath that feels wrong. Now, I know I love a bath, I love a bath call, but <laughs> talking about you absolutely covered in shit <laughs> whilst you're in the bath. There's something about that. So this comes from the genre uh, of butt biscuiting, butt biscuiting. Um, and at such a young age in Coventry, while they start you young, I guess that's why it's the city of culture next year. <laughs> Now, at the best of times, a pill poo can, you know, well, from memory. Oh, God, when was the last time I had a pill poo? When I was, like, probably severely severely troubled in my early 20s. But I do remember the stench of a pill poo. Now, so I can only imagine that that wasn't, that was quite the, traumatising experience for you and at such a young age to at 15 to be ostracised because of it <laughs> I've got a lovely butt biscuiting story actually it's one of my moments of like, I felt real connection with uh, queer people um, just come back from a party because I used to run nightclubs in the early in the early 20s in my early 20s and um, there was about six of us and we all decided to go into the toilet and take a pill and uh, my friend who shall remain nameless they said let's all put them up our bums so we did and then we but we cheers them first which I thought was really lovely Oh, God, do you remember the days when you were edgy and you used to take drugs? <laughs> well, no, some people don't because they've uh, actually got... They've been sane of mind for the most of their lives. Not me! <laughs> can't believe I'm telling you this story. I can't believe you told us this story, Han. Oh, pull up your back into the T-shirt area. <laughs> oh... <laughs> know why we have these conversations. (laughs) Are you Scotty love? Hello producer Deb and hello Tim and Maya and hello the ATT crew. Um, I'm just leaving a little voice note because I feel happy. (laughs) I feel happy and I haven't felt happy for quite a while. And it's quite nice. And I was just thinking that often we ring up and we go, "Mm, well, I know I have in the past and I know others have as well. We kind of ring up and go, oh, this shite stuff's happening to me at the moment and it's shit and it's horrible. And we all go, oh, sorry, love. And we don't get to hear the, oh, by the way, a good thing happened. So, yeah. A good thing happened. I hung out with a couple of friends today, went to a museum, saw an exhibition. Ray Harry Hampson, the guy that did all the animatronics in Clash of the Titans, Jason the Argonauts, Sinbad, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was great fun. And anyway, also, I've been thinking how lonely I feel lonely I feel at the moment and how lonely I used to feel as a teenager when I had no one to turn to and it's amazing that as as low and as miserable as I am at the moment and depressed I don't feel as lonely because 
yes, I've got friends in real life, but I've also IRL friends, as they call. Um, but you've also got the online community. And also, I just wanted to say thank you so much to you and the podcast. Um, because you've also, as a result of me ringing up and leaving little voice notes, I've been able to make friends with callers as well. And that's really lovely. And um, I'm waving at Kirsten and Harry and Liam <laughs> and lovely Toby. Um, these are just some of the lovely people who befriended me. And yeah, it means a great deal to know that yeah, that I'm just not lonely like I used to. And if I'm really feeling sad and miserable that there's someone out there. So, yeah, Nana JRF is feeling, I'm feeling loved. I feel ha positive and happy, which is nice. So I just wanted to share that with the group and just sort of keep a record that I feel good for a brief moment. Anyway, I'm going to order some fish and chips and... As we know, I know it's triggering for you, I am going to order some mushy peas, but as you know, they are very much on the side. They're not wetting up things. And I love tartar sauce and I love vinegar and oh my god, my mouth is wetter than an otter's pocket. And a big kiss from that JRF. Bye! Oh, Nana JRF is back. And do you know what? Happy Nana. Well, how, do you know, so sweet. Yes, please. I just want to echo to you. I know you know this, but um, to also to anyone listening to this, that happiness is allowed. Softness is allowed. Um, and like you say, it is, it is nice to recognise and say, I'm having a moment of happiness and I just want to put that out there because, <coughs> well, quite often over here, we only talk about things when we're we're sad or shitting ourselves. <laughs> so it's lovely to have a little bit of a glow up. Um, even if even if it be a minor blip in the glow up. Um and I know what you mean about loneliness. But it is lovely that you've met people through this space. So gorgeous. Um I too have been suffering with the mentals this week in quite a bad way. Like yesterday I was in bed all day convinced that someone was going to hurt themselves because of me. It's quite a common presentation of like my OCD and anxiety was that I'll think that I'm responsible for people um, harming themselves in physical ways. And, you know, on top of all of the love and adoration and support that, you know, partners, friends and colleagues give me... Um, definitely come on on here today it's been helpful to have a little chat with you lot to cheer me up so yeah i also want to echo uh, what jrf said that um this is really nice to have a little bit of a chat with friends but um some of you well most of you i don't know what you even look like I mean, not that that's important, but you know, like sometimes when you imagine someone's voice, you, you know, like a friend will send you a voice note. Um, some friends can send you voice notes that are more like podcasts, can't they? Don't they go on? Um, but you can imagine them saying the things that they're saying because you know their faces. I don't know what any of you look like. So that's quite sweet. You know, it's nice to feel a connection with you all and to have never met many of you. Lovely having you back, Nana. But I tell you what, mushy peas. Go fuck yourself, you hideous witch. <laughs>
And that is all for this week. Oh, what a lovely episode. I really enjoyed that one. That was a good giggle, wasn't it? Um, if you would like to share any of your shit stories... <laughs> shit stories if you want to tell us about any glow up moments that are happening for you any joy that you want to share or if you want to try and convince me into reasons why i should be thinking about lycra and or padded shorts please feel free to get on the blower oh do you know what it's very easy all you got to do open up the whatsapp and send us a voice note to this number 0788 200 3420 and support us on the patreon and get backstage access to more knobheads like you. We are coming towards the end of the current series, so if you've been sat on your hands for some time and thinking, oh, well, I won't, I will, I won't, I... Now is your chance. Come on, I'm a very nice person. That's all I'm going to say. Um, if you would like to communicate to us in other ways, hashtag after the tone POD. You can catch us on the Instagrams or on the Twitter visions. It would be lovely to hear from you. As I said, love to know where you're listening from, what your listening ritual is. And as ever, if you can support us with a cup of tea or four, get over to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash after the tone. Um, well, it's been lovely having you. Uh, I'm going to leave you in the capable hands of Tim, who's going to snip this all together and support supposedly make me sound like a nice person because actually beneath it all i fucking hate you all (laughs) so from tim meyer debbie who we must all be lighting candles for remember and myself um if i don't see you through the week i'll see you through the window have a good one After the Tone is presented by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, vice producer Tim Bano, assistant producer Maya Miller-Lewis. ATT is a Debbie's production production. Remember to like, follow or subscribe to catch us every Thursday. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.